0: Dale. Meet mesquite repeat. Make the trip. You won't be sorry. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. You thought that was funny. Oh, you were laughing like a hyena when he said it. it. What the hell is wrong with you?
2: Thank you very much, Alliance. Uh, there's our theme song for 2023, and I'm getting more and more accustomed to loving it. Especially that one part, the burping. Phenomenon, is that what that is? I think so. I'm, I'm not going to say, but I have a few friends who are police officers. I won't use their names. And uh, one of them just emailed, a couple of them just, I got a text and I got an email. The email said, yeah, we just had a meeting with uh, all the same people that tell us never to bother the homeless unless they're bothering someone else. Don't touch them. Don't do anything. It's not worth it. If it's on film, it's bad. Uh, the stay in place policy, Stay. Uh, just had a meeting saying, all right, I don't want any of these people to show at any of the super bowl events do whatever you need to do the exact same politicians and people that are like saying don't don't bother them there's a stay in place thing humanitarian this humanitarian that don't touch it here's your hose Go exactly it's like look we're turning a blind eye all the way until february 13th then you're (laughs) then just knock them all over the place if you have to yep that's good stuff you guys watched the Golden Globes at all last night, did you? I skipped you know, right past it. Did you? Oh, yeah. It's actually pretty – Gerard Carmichael, who I like a lot, was the host. Uh, he's not an energy ball, so I don't know that he's great for hosting the events, but he, you know, immediately uh, – Ooh. Kind of went after him. He didn't go after anything. Of course he just, not. Look, here's the thing about going after him. They're paying him. It's this weird cycle of, all right, the host can attack us and we'll look like we're getting hit, but it's all part of their plan – to make themselves look like they've taken a step forward. In the, the basics of it is in, in 80 years of the Hollywood Foreign Press, up until a year and a half ago, they had zero black representation on their board or on the, in the Hollywood Foreign Press, like the people who were running the show. There was nothing but white people, right? So they're the ones who are always screaming diversity this and you guys in America are doing it wrong and everything sucks. You know? Hollywood's the one that is – and then George Clooney in that South Park episode of his smug speech where he's like, we've always been on the forefront of everything. We gave Hattie McDaniel an Oscar before uh, black people were allowed to sit in the front of a room. We, uh, we, were, we called it AIDS before AIDS was a thing. We've always known what's right compared to those. So we're on the cutting edge of everything. And the South Park episode's phenomenal because they say it created a smug weather pattern that would go over cities. And, yeah. and if it combined with San Francisco smug ever, it would be the greatest storm of all time. So it would just float around. And create problems um, where everybody couldn't stop smelling their own farts and enjoying themselves, which is essentially <laughs> what Hollywood's been doing for years. So last night I'm watching Gerard Carmichael in front of all the very same people that knew that this thing that's trying to give them an award has been the opposite of everything they've said. They they were all Harvey Weinstein employees at one point. They've all they've all had their checkered past, and then they tell us how to live lives. But Gerard Carmichael said, "Look, I don't care about this organization. That look, let's just put it this way: they didn't have one black person." Uh, as part of this, until George Floyd got killed, yeah, because you do whatever you want with that, and the audience was like, oh yuck! You don't tell us what we don't shine the the light of uh, truth on us. We're the that's a mirror we don't look into. We 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 turn that mirror on everyone else. It was a it wasn't a joke so much as it was. And then later he said, uh, I told my mom or a friend of her his he said from his old neighborhood that he was asked to host the Golden Globes and. There's a moral problem with that because they've been so racist, like flat-out hiring practices have been racist. And she said, how much are they going to pay you? And he goes, that's not the point. And he said, it's uh, the racism factor and the moral factor. And she goes, how much are they going to pay you? And he goes, $500,000. She goes, you better take that white money right yeah. in right. <laughs> And then I realized that I come from a place where it's take the money first and who cares about the other stuff? That's the smart thing to do. And he was he's funny. But for the most part, the whole show was, you know, again – self-serving, we're amazing, and they did a whole um, opening monologue where Gerard Carmichael said, this organization's corrupt and terrible. And then, you know, the speeches were all a minute long about, you know, we got to do something about the planet. we got to do something about, you know,
1: They tried to Ukraine. play uh, Michelle Yeoh off the stage, but she threatened to. She
2: told him to shut up. I'll, yeah, be- you- I'll beat you up. Right, because she, A, she's well-trained, and B, yeah. she's an Asian. Like, you you got to let her talk. What you need to do is when – because I think that's the reason why Spielberg won for Best Picture. It's the last thing of the night, Best Dramatic Picture. It's the last award of the night. And one thing that you can do now in Hollywood is tell the Jews, uh, time's up. Get out of here. You've had your time. (laughs) So they started playing Steven Spielberg off for their biggest award of the night. And I'm like, that's exactly how they – you can't play the Asians off. You can't play the foreign films off. You can't play the black people off. you got to – they're allowed to yell back at the orchestra. Spielberg and all those Fableman Jews, they, they were playing like, ding, 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 ding the the So minute. Kanye was a conductor that <laughs> night or what? Basically is what it was. <laughs> if these Jews stop playing <laughs> something, aye, aye. And they did it. And it was hilarious because I'm, I'm looking at the stage and I'm like, on the night of diversity, on the night that Hollywood starts saying we're different, Steven Spielberg wins for the Fablemans. And it was just like. Yeah, they might as well. It was Hanukkah on stage. I was dying laughing. It's a movie about a Jewish family, uh, made by Jewish people. for Jew. It's hilarious, and it's supposed to be a great movie. Spielberg. It probably is phenomenal. Yeah. But I just, I, I thought for sure they'd be going down a different route. But it wasn't. It's not a good show. It's the Golden Globes is a.
0: That's why I
1: skipped right through.
2: it. Yeah. I don't even, I told you a, about. uh weird.
1: You missed the Eddie Murphy comment. He got the Cecil B. DeMille Award. Mm-hmm. And he says, uh, he had a little zinger in there, he says, I know that there is a definitive blueprint blueprint that you can follow up to achieve success. It's very simple. You do three things. Pay your taxes, mind your business, and keep Will Smith's wife's name out of your mother-effing mouth.
2: (laughs) Brady's a little slowed today. Yeah. (laughs) Today. (laughs) Even for Brady. I was giggling the whole time. you were working it i can 't wait for the Brady report now <laughs> but yeah it's it's the show basically it all all those award shows started to bother that 's why nobody watches them anymore because you 're just sitting there watching a bunch of hypocrites scream about how things should be, and then they think that it 's okay because they acknowledge they're we 're horrible. This organization that 's paying me money is horrible, and we know it anyway, on to the awards. It's so a smug, though. It is. It's ridiculous, smug, air. Well, this
1: is the one they get their drink on more so than... The... Well,
2: no, that's the... Uh, well, yeah, there's Golden Globes. They don't because do that Because I they guess don't do
1: they're anymore. saying Regina yeah, they'll get a little. Drink. was pretty much in the tank when she went up there to...
2: There's a few that drink. Uh, it's not like it used to be, which it used to be a fun party, and now it's just an eggshell nightmare where everybody's worried about slipping up or saying the wrong thing. They play them off so fast. I mean, if I was a celebrity... And I got an award and I went up on stage. I'd want them to play me off immediately. In this day and age, you slip up just saying the wrong thing. They're doing you a favor by starting that orchestra quick. Like, get up. Let's go. Just say thank you and go. Don't, don't even say the wrong thing. But they, yeah, they played off uh, Spielberg, which I'm like, you played off Steven Spielberg. I can't, that's ridiculous. Uh, but it was pretty great. It's, uh, another hypocritical, and they just seem to think we all listen to them. It's the funniest part. I'd be interested to see the ratings. Like how zero. many people actually no care anymore? I was watching the Suns game and flipped over to the last 35 minutes of it uh, during halftime and watched the best uh, best picture awards. And there were only two or three awards. I went And then because the Suns game started late, it was great. I got to see the best pictures. I got to see the big awards. And then went back and the Suns and Golden State were on again. I'm like, this is awesome. You get to see it all. But yeah, they have this... Uh, you're right. It's a smug thing. It's just like, you'll all listen to us. It's just, especially when we admit that we have, uh, we're everything we are saying you should be, we're not. You know, they're, they're just idiots.
0: It was so bad. I flipped through that and watched uh, the last half of the Jeffersons and Barney Miller. That's, I mean, I'm going wow. back to the seventies. So, yeah. War. I mean, that's how important the golden globe, more were diverse than
2: the golden Globes. That's right.
1: Your night. Did you remember the episodes or were these first
0: timers? Uh, actually, I remembered them. But it, it was just, still better than suffering through that nightmare.
2: I struggle with uh, uh, like watching the Jeffersons because I've seen almost all of them. And like, I remember The early them all. ones are still great. Oh, they're brilliant. Though. And then Barney Miller is just too great because I don't remember half of them. Yeah. It's awesome. But yeah, diversity was Barney Miller. Mm-hmm. You had the Polish guy, the Asian guy, the black guy, the Italian, Italian, guy. The Italian guy, guy, the Puerto Rican. The Puerto Rican. They had everything. Yeah. They represented all of New York. Great show. That was back in the 70s. We they weren't supposed to hire a... for a while, too. Oh, that was when it all went south. Yeah. Well, yeah. That was early, in fact. They had the girl detective in the very early one. Yeah, great show. And a very cool theme. I mean, it's awesome. But, yeah, the, uh, I'm watching that thing, and I'm like, the last thing I want to hear is celebrities telling me how to live my life better or how the world is screwed up. Uh, well, I just listened to Gerard Carmichael say, this entire organization that's 80 years old and going nowhere, uh, had to be forced to do things the right way. And then you start thinking that Chappelle's comments about Kanye were like, you know, it, Ain't wrong. it sure does feel an awful lot like certain people are pushed out of this whole Hollywood thing. And, and yeah, it's, and, and it doesn't mean that, you know, you can talk about right. being a Nazi, but that line he had was so good. He, you know, I've been to Hollywood. There's a lot of Jews, a lot. <laughs> It's funny.
1: And I, when you go through there, you always hear the, the saying you got to play your cards right. Well, you can do everything. Right. Through it. Yep. You
2: used to have to blow your way to the top, and I assume that's still going on. They've just got a new angle on it, you know. It used to be that you used to have to sleep with the right people. It's not who you know, it's who you blow. That's a th- that's a Hollywood thing. That never that was not a construction site saying. That didn't That came from the world of entertainment. Back in the good old days. Yeah. That's why so many movies have been about the young girl who shows up in Hollywood and they warn her, you're going to get taken advantage of. They're going to, everyone's going to try to sleep with you and tell you they're going to give you jobs.
1: How bad do you want to be a supermodel or a right. superstar?
2: How often were you at the mall where uh, the guy would come up to the girl? And I remember in junior high, I was with a gaggle of the girls. It was a girl named Carla who I was with. She was adorable. And this group of us were there. And some dude in his 30s, probably, I don't know, I was bad at gaging age when I was that old. Comes up and he goes, I've watched you for the last few minutes. I run a modeling agency here in town. He hands her a card. She got all excited. Like, that's amazing. Carla's going to be a model. We're going to Paris. This is going to (laughs) be incredible. Dude is going to try to, uh, you know. Yeah. Yeah. That was normal, though. You take it home to your parents. they are like, you're not calling this guy. This is over. He didn't try to abduct her. He tried to, you know, fool her. And she was pretty enough to be a model. And I, like I've told the story before, I didn't know this until about seven years later, but my sister was friends with Stephanie Seymour when we lived in Poway, California, and they, she was at the house every once in a while. I didn't know that. And then Stephanie Seymour just disappeared. She was 14. And i like, what happened to that one girl? They went on a Disneyland trip together yeah. and all. She was in Paris being a model. And everybody was excited. 14-year-old on her own out there in Paris with a bunch of Epstein model people.
1: swooped her up. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it was normal. And everybody in the neighborhood was like, this is incredible. I didn't know it was that one. I didn't know it was the one that Axel Rose ended up with. But, yeah, she went. She was at the house. I had no idea. Too stupid to know how hot she was. I was smart enough to know at age 8, 9. And she's 14. It's, she's way out of my league. She's going somewhere. <laughs> yeah, she's, she's already an adult. I had a, yeah, so now you can't do that anymore. And that used to be the way it was. I'm a talent scout. Would you like to come over to my house and read some lines? You'd tell you, it's constant. The casting couch. It was very real. And there are still women out there who will blow you for an opportunity. It's just, it has to be done differently now. Because all the ladies that came out in the Me Too movement saying, oh, I was coerced into sex with the producer and it was a terrible, there's a whole bunch of them were like, yeah, Me Too, and it was the best payday of my life. There's a bunch of them who understood <laughs> the way it worked and accepted it. And a bunch of them who did it and then felt bad about it later. But there's still a lot of ladies that, that blow their way to success. I see it every time you go to a, a nice restaurant. You look around you're like, well, that lady's definitely blowing the bank account over there. That, that guy doesn't deserve her. But clearly, what's she, she doing with him? Has her mouth firmly wrapped around his uh, Fidelity <laughs> account. His Merrill Lynch sticks out of his pants a little bit, and she gets excited. That's it. It's fun. Uh, they also found Jesus again, Brady. This time uh, your magician was hiding in a grease in the bottom of a Domino's box in England. I don't know if you saw it. I that. didn't yeah, see it. Pretty amazing. It's a good shot. You want to see it? Yeah. It's either Jesus or Jerry Garcia. I can't quite tell, but it's, uh, it's a pretty, pretty – or Hagrid. Maybe Hagrid, they said on the headline. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah but That's... it could be Jesus. He was hiding underneath a pepperoni pie over there in, in England. And, of course, the lady took photos of it because she's crazy, and she's like, Jesus was part of my pizza.
1: It's on eBay now?
2: uh, I think she's probably going to try to sell it. She's been all over the news up in England. My first thought was it was Jesus because of the flowing hair and the beard. We've declared it pizza Jesus. Uh, She works in Penzance Cornwall. She broke her phone out and documented the special greasy Jesus before sharing her discovery online. Uh, she said she wanted to see if other people saw Jesus as well. Well, most people thought it was funny. Some people are thinking, well, we got to do something about this. This is pretty amazing. Uh, some people actually said, I don't think that's uh, Jesus, that maybe Charles Manson. And that's one thing Manson. I almost said yeah, that. <laughs> Charles Manson has done uh, no favors to Jesus' magic tricks and condensation and greasy pizza boxes because he's he's his doppelganger and it's the last thing Jesus wants because evidently that's how he reveals himself on the reg. It's through greasy stains and uh, condensation windows and burnt toast and waffles. A lot of times there'll be a uh, French toast. Oh, forget it. And then he shows up. He's like, "Eh, I'm here. I'm hiding in your food box. What's up? But since Charles Manson and Jesus didn't see that coming, or maybe he did and he just didn't care. And And it's too confusing. And maybe Charles is back, too.
1: (laughs) You could see Manson on probably five or six of those in the past.
2: Oh, it's more Manson because he's more uh, like uh, recent, you know? We're guessing Jesus. We know Charles. But if you see Jesus in the bottom of your pizza, but here's another one where he showed up in in the center of an orange and he showed up. That's better. He showed up crucified. crucified. (laughs) Oh, it's pretty awesome. (laughs) Jesus was in this guy's sweat stain once. You know, if he's going to come back, Brady, can you just now, leave to
1: let him have, yeah. like, just
2: show up at a. Now, Manson Super did Bowl that party? pose
1: too in court.
2: Right, right. Here he is on some toast. I mean, yeah, the places the he shows one. up are hilarious to me. Oh, this guy was working on his car, and he got up off the ground, and Jesus was uh, in the oil on a t shirt. shirt shroud. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> if he's going to do this. That was the shroud of fiat. Why not just move, you know? maroon 5 off the stage one night and say, hey guys, I just wanted to say I'm not just for toast and grease stains anymore. How you doing? If this is how he reveals himself, he's just kind of a cruddy magician. Because if I found, like, you know, look, you got Jesus shows up in your grease stains. You're like, all right. What do I, what, now what? Give me another clue. This is, a, no, it's a pizza box of me. Okay. I'm Casional throwing cloud. this out. You know, I can't recycle this now. And it's not because of your faith. It's because of the grease. Can't recycle a pizza box that's been used. No. He still doesn't understand that. <laughs> I'll never understand that. Uh, so, yeah, Jesus, take a look at the bottom of your food this morning. He's doing his magic again. Maybe he'll make a coin come out of your ear or something like that. But for now, that's how he reveals himself to weird people all over the world. London. He's in London. He's not in Buffalo. Which probably makes everybody upset.
1: He's even happy about that.
2: Yeah. 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 Jesus spent some <laughs> time in Buffalo saving like, Hamlin. He's well, like, no. he can
1: leave now because the GoFundMe <laughs> thing is going to step into the next <laughs> yeah. level.
2: $8.5 million for DeMar Hamlin's uh, toy Charity, drive. now yeah.
1: he's starting a GoFundMe.
2: He, he is? For what? I just
1: heard that this morning. He better go to Josh Allen and get a
2: loan or something. You got $8.5 million in that toy drive. They don't need all that for that. But they're going to children.
1: Maybe it was for someone else, sir.
2: I already saw the worm turn on the DeMar Hamlin love. Yesterday when a news report said, well, who's in charge of the $8.5 million for this toy drive and what's happening to this money? So they're already looking at this as like, this will go crooked real fast. So my guess is somebody's going to go to jail eventually for stealing money from that toy drive fund when DeMar Hamlin got his lights turned out uh, Monday in, C- in Cincinnati. Now that he's better, everybody's like, all right, I kind of want my money back. I want to make sure this goes to the right place. Eight point five million for a toy drive for Pittsburgh. It's a lot of toys. That's it. You don't have to have any more toy drives. You I think you could take a couple of years off. How much do you think it costs to give needy kids toys every year?
1: Unless you're in, going super in your area, In your neighborhood. Yeah.
2: Right. And you're in in Pittsburgh is about uh, the whole thing. It's about a million people. The whole shebang, like all the stuff around it. There's not a lot.
1: Right. And combo up. The numerous tw- toy drives that happen,
2: yeah. But get rid of all of them and let the eight point. How much do you think it costs to do toys for the needy? For real, like how many needy people are getting toys? Do you think eight million would cover it? If you had eight million, like I think eight million dollars should cover toys for these kids, like orphanages, I was thinking, homeless. Like- uh, so, like kids who are on it, like, you know, yeah. having a tough go. Depends
0: on how much you spend. If you're buying them all PS5s, the right.
2: then, you know. what? Now we start worrying about, well, these kids got a better Christmas than some of the kids mm-hmm. who were just the step above them. So why didn't they get help? Now the neediest of kids are getting the $8.5 million kitty. And there's a, you know, kids who can make it, but they just got a stuffed animal and, you know, the gift card thing from McDonald's, which I used to love. <laughs> the $5 thing oh, from yeah. grandma. Oh my God. What's that? Do they still do those? Those are the I best know. presents ever. Yeah, but it ain't five bucks anymore. No, it can't be. You,
0: know, you can get barely get a idea. box of those cookies for five bucks anymore. <laughs> you still have the cookies? <laughs> I think so. Oh.
2: I didn't even know. I grew up, so I forgot about the, <laughs> the box of cookies. But yeah, it's a lot. So you start, you start wondering if there's a million needy kids in your town, that means your town's a mess. Because we've only got four and a half million here in Phoenix proper. If a million of those are needy kids, well, this place is a dump. And I could make a million kids happy with $8 million. you know oh yeah i'm guessing there aren't a million needy kids in the pittsburgh area so how many kids does it cover eight and a half million well before we start saying somebody's robbing and you take a year like you said you take a year off there's like we're not asking you for money again next year got eight and a half million and how disappointing will it be next year when DeMar Hamlin's toy drive only raises like eight grand because he's, he's walking around, he's just fine?
1: I believe if you um, used a million of that and bought kids' PlayStation 5s, yeah. 2,000. 2,000
2: kids. One, so you can get
1: 2,000 PS5s. That's the upper level one. I think they start at 400 Yeah, so And you then got they add the 500, $500. And
2: one. that's at full price because if you're getting yeah. $2,000, you are getting a discount. I would think so. You'd hope so. Yeah, you get two thousand for every million. Yeah. So that's sixteen thousand PS5s at eight million. Am I doing the math right? Did you say yep, two thousand per million. Okay. Yep. Are there are there that many? Well, then I mean, they'd need TVs. Screw those kids! I can't even yeah. find a PS5. <laughs> I'm pissed off. Might, exactly. And I can pay for one. <laughs> Good point. So we're just uh, – my prediction for this is the money will be squandered and people will end up in jail because there, there's no way they had uh, infrastructure in place to have $8 million that they're going to be responsible for that they know what to do with. They, and then they're going to hire some crooked guy who's going to end up embezzling it. This DeMar Hamlin fund is going to be scrutinized to the point where there's inevitable somebody's going to end up in jail because of this.
1: So if every kid was given 50 bucks
2: – yeah.
1: One million dollars, yeah. fifty bucks. How many kids? Twenty thousand kids.
2: Twenty thousand needy kids get fifty dollars. Yeah. So you cut that in half. Ten thousand get a hundred. For every million.
1: Yes. Ten thousand. Ten thousand.
2: Yeah. So eighty thousand kids
1: covered. Yeah. For that one year. Are there that many kids? That's my
2: point. Yeah. How many needy people need toys? It's a great thing. I don't think we were really thinking. So, can if they allotted some of that money over to his GoFundMe, which I don't know why the bills aren't paying all of his medical expenses, but or the Bengals really they're kind of responsible. I don't know. For it. Yeah,
1: is it? Is he I'm not sure? If that's is this GoFundMe
0: for his medical
2: bills? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, doesn't
0: the players' union and all that stuff cover that? Everything they, should cover. Yeah. That. Oh, they yeah.
1: Their benefits are pretty strong. And oh, they're great. Yeah. yeah. But this just in the, the you couldn't do that many kids for fifty bucks because. Uh, the CEO salary is two million.
2: Oh, that's true. Yeah, you got to put to The put phone bank's
1: another three million.
2: <laughs> the phone bank for more donations. Yeah, <laughs> it's going to cost more than they bring in. Yeah, I was watching that last night, and they've already started the questions. Well, who's handling this money? Where's this going? I'm like, oh boy, somebody's going to jail because no way, Demar's. My guess is Demar Hamlin's brother is the one that was in charge of the ten grand that they expected to get. They had a $2,500 limit. They'd probably like, that's low. We'll get to like 7 to 10. He's not in Pittsburgh anymore. He played for Pitt, and that's where this thing was. So they'll move it up to Buffalo. But I can't imagine Buffalo even has 100,000 kids in it that need stuff. Coats. It's, yeah, it's crazy. So that's going to turn into a mess. This whole th- Every time we throw money at something and feel good about ourselves, we forget about the pile that's left behind that somebody's got to manage. And it always puts a guy in jail. Now, somebody ends up in jail for this beautiful thing. Isn't it a shame what happened to the DeMar Hamlin money? Not really. Because when you just willy-nilly toss money at a situation to pat yourself on the back, inevitably there's some guy who wasn't prepared for that, who's got to be in charge of it, and it's going to smell real good to DeMar Hamlin's brother to just go, well, I'll just take some of this myself. Yeah, is a bruin, Of course. If you gave me $8 million and said do the right thing, there'd be a million missing accidentally. I'm like, whoops. Expensive. Yeah. I had to buy a truck to deliver all the toys. So I bought myself one of them uh, Super Beauties. It's a dually. It's about three hundred grand. <laughs> I think you didn't need that. Well, I had a lot
0: of cash. Sounds like one of those $2 drawings from back in the day.
2: Exactly. <laughs> Pratt used to do it, is what, what uh, Brett's saying. He used to steal from that all the time. I still don't know how he got away with that, making listeners pay to be part of contests. It's been illegal since the 50s.
1: And never, never once
2: gave one of them away. Ever. We've got the records. No one in 21 years of working in this place has come to me and goes, yeah, I listened to Pratt, and he, I want a trip to Hawaii. He used to give one away a week. Never, You'd think you'd run into somebody that got one of those trips. I, I met
1: the guy that won the trip to Hawaii and he said the hotel's already closed. <laughs> it's been that old. They've been raffling <laughs> oh, for 10 years. If
2: it, look, that would, that would require him actually having to give the hotel. <laughs> he never did it. He stole it, and then he started a foundation of his own name. This is my lease. Because nobody's ever come to me and said, Man, we, we have one. I want a couple. We have people who have won multiple tickets from us regularly. There's
0: times I'm like, Dude, you can't win. It's got to yeah. be 30 days. How often yeah. do
2: we have to tell people, Sorry, you can't win. You win too much? You'd think with a weekly Hawaii giveaway that was happening, we, we'd have had somebody pop up eventually. <laughs> what I'm saying is, even that douchebag you know, with a couple bucks in his pocket started to swindle. Because he's a rube. He's a rube with money. They're dangerous. Never give rubes tons of money in one sitting. It's dangerous. When it, unless it's for them. They'll do dumb stuff with it. That's why everybody always says that. It's never true, but everybody always says it about lottery winners. They do tend to spend an awful lot. Oh, yeah. But there's certain, like the million-dollar winners are the ones that get in trouble. The ones that win the 25, they're fine. If you can blow through that, you're pretty amazing. You've done a hell of a job. And you got some assets to sit on and sell, so you're going to be all right. But you give you give a college kid $100,000. Look at all those college loans. You give them hundred. I had $2,000 in some sort of a thing. My parents took a life insurance policy out of me when I was a baby. And I got to cash it in when I was 18, and they gave it to me. Yeah. Hours. Gone. Gone. It's like when you get your first credit card, too. Same thing. Oh, I, I got a three thousand dollar limit. Yeah. Right. I got to pay that back. I, I, I didn't understand and the, the most I could pay was ten dollars a month. I can do this, and oh, have yeah. stuff worth three grand, gone. It'll Max. be
1: interesting. Kirby has that same deal that you.
2: The life had. insurance thing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, but I yeah I threw a little party. I was buying dinners. I'm, I was I was I was king of the streets for a week. Gone. And what my dad said to me, don't blow it on burgers and stupid stuff. I'm like, I can't spend that kind of dough on... Sure as hell could. I spent it fast on burgers and stupid stuff. Burgers, $2,000 worth of burgers. He's an idiot. And then I didn't realize how fast that money starts to disappear.
1: Oh, well, it can disappear really quick yeah. in co- in college. Jeez.
2: What's the thing? A fool and his money are quickly part of... Yeah. 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 So I think that $8 million and whoever was in charge... of Usually those foundations are the hangers-on to your successful brother in the NFL. I remember that guy I saw at Veterans Day that year. He had a Ravens hat on, and I'm like, ugh, Ravens. And he goes, eh, my cousin plays for him, and he told me who it was. It was the kick returner and everything else. He got a $2 million signing bonus. I'm like, all right. And he goes, you know how much I saw that? Zero. I'm like, right. He's the one who earned it. Like, why would you get it? And he goes, ah, you got to keep your family happy. No, like, no. No, you don't. You haven't run back any kicks. You're another one practicing all day. My cousin, man. Just because you wear the hat and support them, you think you'd get some? I'd disown my family
1: if that's what they thought. Absolutely.
2: Screw you. It's usually that guy that shows up and says, let me run your foundation tomorrow. i got nothing going on. It's like, all right, we'll put Uncle Tony in Always charge Always remember
1: the phone call when we are interviewing J.B. Smoove <laughs> yes. when his cousin called him up.
2: And he had ordered thousands of pounds of chicken for a barbecue they were having that weekend. And I'm like, oh, this is... Oh, J.B.'s having them- Yeah. Yeah thousands of dollars and he said going no you're
1: not gonna buy that chicken <laughs>
2: you can't buy that much chicken <laughs> what you thinking like jb can we do the on the air his phone rang he oh no it. kidding take- yeah it was and i'm hilarious. like are you kidding me you're gonna stand in here and bicker about prices of chicken and you're gonna you expect me to be quiet the entire time how many times you have to dump the call because none like- oh, okay he was, he did he was great him out, he huh? handled okay. it
0: okay yeah
2: it was pretty funny but yeah he had his hangers on Taking care of the thing he was putting together for some event and they were they were spending all of it. <laughs> anyway, it makes me giggle. We're all in trouble. That's why Jesus needs to show up in everybody's pizza box just calmest thing. Or Jerry Garcia, I'm not sure who it is. <laughs> yeah. I would like to see that if in the middle of one of those, you know, Harry Styles is playing some Super Bowl event knowing watermelon sugar, hi. Excuse me, my son. Hi, I'm no longer Pizza Box Jesus. I'm now just going to show. Just show up if you're a thing.
0: Oh, the Wheaties are out. They've seen that picture. Everybody says it yeah. looks like Jerry Garcia. It's Jerry Garcia. Yeah. That's their God. Yeah. It's whoever you believe in. It's a lead singer
2: from 311. You know.
0: Oh.
2: Oh. <laughs> Somebody asked me that the other day about uh, when I, I think I said something about for billions of dollars you'll you'll. Change your allegiances very quickly. Somebody said, what if you were a, you had to tour with 311? And I'm like, how much? And the guy said, a bil- I'm like, a billion dollars? I'm in. I'd blow 311 on stage. Last song, people. Yeah, let's bring out
1: this. John yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh.
2: And now my friend's getting blown by a guy. Chia. <laughs> I got a guy who's blowing me.
0: <laughs> it would be all day. Chia, chia. <laughs> this guy actually did the math on that. Pittsburgh's yeah. population is 300,000. Poverty right. rate, 17%. 51,000 poverty families. That's 156,000 per family from eight, for an $8 million six thousand
2: 156,000 for each impoverished yeah. family of Pittsburgh. And that's just Pittsburgh proper. Yeah. Which people don't realize is smaller than Mesa. Oh, is it? Yeah, Pittsburgh's oh. smaller than Mesa. It's the surrounding areas that puts it around a million. Yeah,
1: that's Pittsburgh, a game changer. Yeah,
2: 156,000. And what if they did it? There would be a charity that actually did actually what it was. We're going to give all the people, but you know how many people in Pittsburgh would then claim poverty. There'd be three hundred thousand. That, that percentage famous, would go yeah. up all of a sudden. You think you're getting a check for one fifty? Anyway, it's and gonna, all that money
1: would be right back into the retail in less return. than a week.
2: Another thing I learned yesterday watching Trudeau and the Mexican president, whose name I didn't uh, remember, and then uh, Biden all talking in the North American conference. Trudeau. uh talked about how amazing north america is and its population is and then he started to rattle off the numbers and i started to look it up there's only 38 million people in canada
1: that's unbelievable they, it's got to be in uh, there's nobody there well uh, would you want
0: to be there no i mean but that's a, how are they you even, have
1: uh, what the the, the toronto, Mon- montreal, toronto montreal toronto vancouver yeah
2: those are cities big cities yeah that's it and then the rest of them are like for 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 them they're big cities it's like Australia. When I was in Australia, it was like thirty million in the whole. That's a huge. It's a same size as the United States. Same with Canada. It's even bigger than. There's nobody in it. Why do we listen to these people? What are we worried about with Canada getting mad at us? We will wipe them away in seconds. What do they got? The Blue Jays, Brian yeah. Adams, what and are Rush. They, what That's are they about it.
1: Bring it to the party. <laughs> they got direct ties with uh, England and France. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but they, I mean, I don't they, know. They didn't
2: even want 38 million people is not enough to even hear them. Canada, do you have something to say? Because we're barely listening. I was even in on this conference. He should have been in the back of the room just going, whatever the Mexico and the United States want, I'll do it. <laughs>
1: Canada. No wonder why it's so friendly.
2: <laughs> well, yeah, you don't see anybody. Hey, I haven't seen you in forever. This place is empty. <laughs> it's a, It's a ghost country you got two cities you feel like are pretty good. They've managed to do quite a bit with 38 million
1: people. That's it. Can we do a shuttle from, I could um, from Mexico to Canada directly? To get-
2: oh, that would be nice to fill it up a little bit. Yeah. we got too many. They don't have enough. That's a good idea. Let's Brilliant. Let's pipeline these Mexicans right up to Canada. That's a great idea. That's a nice section of Canada just waiting for Mexicans. I love it. I say, give them New Mexico. That's been my plan recently. Is just to say we named it New Mexico. These Mexicans went out of Old Mexico. Here you go, second chance. We gave you a whole place called New Mexico. Make it your own. Give them Tucson and uh, <laughs> oh, they can, a Tucson. Anything with an avenue, just they took you know. Tucson. Tucson's theirs already. Yeah, you can. They took the avenues too. That's that. But I'm just saying, all the ones that aren't here, right? You can have New Mexico free. You can play around. We won't even ask you questions. Just stay there. Mess around in New Mexico. We'll we'll build a little fake town for you with a Walmart, some food, and you guys go nuts and build your own place. It's yours. It would be amazing. A couple apartment buildings, just fill them up, and you can have New Mexico. Those apartments we've built in three weeks. (laughs) Yeah, Give them the supplies. That's all they know. Like, look, we understand this is an awkward situation, but here's the middle of nowhere. You guys make it your own. And within a few months, Colorado's bitching, Arizona's, really, hey, they're trying to sneak in. It's like, what's going on? We gave you guys a whole state. Yeah. an entire like it state here. has a irrigation system set up. <laughs> right, but then they're leaving. Why? Oh, right, they don't have a Nordstrom's. They don't know how to build one of those. They want Nordstrom's, so they're going to start, you know, banging down doors. Man, We'd rather be with you guys. Canada's a good thing. 38 million people and we still listen to Canada? <laughs> You got some space. They don't even have a military. They do. I understand there's a Canadian military, but let's <laughs> let's not make too big a deal out of that. That's the WNBA Nobody's of militaries. Yeah, that's the Phoenix Mercury of armies. <laughs> We're not really. We fund it. Look, you guys can have it. It's cute, but let's. Thirty-eight million, and that guy has an equal part at the table. My ass. And the whole time, I thought this is the best Joe Biden's ever been because while Trudeau's talking. Joe standing at his podium and then you just see him kind of go Pfft. he lurches and then he turns around just here. <laughs> Cough for about eight minutes through his speech while Trudeau did French and English. And I'm like, he is he's one up in him right now. Is he coughing or laughing? He was <laughs> dying <laughs> from one of the two. He's either coughing to death or laughing at like this guy having a say. Or he's drowning him out. Canada. Thirty eight million. It's California. I could run Canada. I'd show up and just go, all right, I'll call America and see if we can get a loan tomorrow. We'll be all right. 38 million people. We could take that 8 million from the toy drive and pretty much keep Canada afloat until 2050. <laughs> they heat yeah. <laughs> for Here, a couple of years. Here's your snow and your maple syrup and whatever else you guys eat. Pipe down, Canada. We, we get important. The adults are talking. <laughs> the children's table that's known as North America. Canada. That's where all the kids are sitting. Please. Sorry, Canadians, but there's a reason you're here. You realized you needed to be in a functional place. I loved it, though. And he kept talking about how equal we all are. (laughs) Why doesn't anybody ever step and go, you know, it would have been great if Biden's like, nah, calmer down there, Trudeau. Hey, blackface, pipe it. (laughs) It's about uh, camaraderie. It's about uh, loving each other.
1: Nah, it's about money. (laughs) Shh give it to you. You, you be quiet. You just say what I told you to say. Yeah, if you need to meet on that, yeah, yeah that's all you're getting together for. Because remember when they what got... Can you, what can you give us? Right. They got mouthy a couple of years ago about
2: how they're better than us. I thought there were more of them than that.
1: You guys are so messed up.
2: <laughs> right. Can you loan <laughs> us some money? Right. Because we're, we're not a family of three trying to... We We got some expenses down here. There's nobody to pay for up there. We've got uh, universal health care. Yeah, it costs you forty bucks a year. Big deal. There's none of you. Come down here and try to figure it out. It's a boot. Uh, it's, like a, it's it's 60. a boot cooperation. It's like it's a boot. It's a boot time. You shut the f up. Thirty-eight million people. Use your nation. Find, uh, explore that thing and figure out what you can make. Bring us some oil, and here's some Mexicans. That's basically what we should have said.
1: <laughs> Timber, oil, yeah. bring nice us trade.
2: Yeah, give us some wood, and we're gonna. You know, tell you what we're gonna do. We're going to send up a bunch of our people to chop down most of your forests, and we're never going to have a timber problem again. And, and it, all right, Jose, take your crew up to there and start chopping. Take take down their forests. They're not even using it.
1: You know how many wood marlins they could make with that, and just <laughs> the Mexicans would.
2: Oh, the the erections and the uh, stars in their eyes when uh, they got up to Canada on a summer day. We can have all of this wood. Yeah, no one's using it. All of it. Yep. Now I'm going to warn you. Come September, you're going to be super uncomfortable for about four months up here, but you'll have so many houses and wood marlins, and it's going to be incredible. See? We got fish. We're going to have a fish shop. You guys love those. Yon Terrace. You get the big ones. You need them for snow. Yeah, he should have just said it. Look, we're going to send them up. We're going to People take all get your wood.
1: Pictures on painted. Live moose.
2: Oh, yeah. oh, <laughs> and the the donkey. donkey show will be drastically new. Bullwinkle <laughs> shows with the ladies, I'm watching that. I'm impressed Hat. with donkeys. That lady with a moose. Oh, forget it. The Canadian beaver, they'd call it. Oh, it'd be amazing. Anyway, I've got plans for our continent. Uh, it's 760. What do you got on the big board of musical treats over there, Bert? Well, if you're heading up to Canada
0: or Snow Bowl this weekend, uh, make sure you head up Action Ride Shop because the snow is a-coming, and oh, yeah. uh, you got to get that gear reserved or get it repaired or you need all the accessories. Action Ride Shop's got it for you. If you don't want to head up there to the cold stuff, well, you can hit the trails because they got the best wrenches in town and the best selection of mountain bikes in town. So make sure you go to actionrideshop.com and uh, visit them online on our, all the socials. And we got uh, Black Label Society on there. Funeral bell for uh, Brady surgery yesterday. Uh, welcome back, Cotter theme for Brady. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, Terror, Danko Jones, Parkway Drive, Overkill, Wasp making a, a Wasp. Which, is I don't it? know how. Uh, Soil, Dead Kennedys, Megadeth, Pantera, Corn, Iron Maiden, Disturbed. All right, uh, the biscuit.
2: We're all over the board today. A doctor just emailed me and said they found Jesus in a, a fat glob that was taken from a belly button yesterday. <laughs> And the first thing the fat glob said was, "Did we win?" <laughs> yes, fat glob, you've won the game of life.
1: Uh You remember when you uh, wake up from being under? The what? reaction the the nurse said right away, he's like there's people that uh it's mostly younger males that wake up violent. And they flip out. Yeah. Irish people and then the other thing was it's like I almost felt like I, I want to cry.
2: We got emotional.
1: I didn't, but I felt it It could turn, okay but I'm a did. man.
2: Yeah, that's right. It's okay if you cried a little bit. I didn't. <laughs> it's all right if you got emotional.
1: If she fine. would have said the right thing, I would have cried.
2: And they, they, I was told, because I flipped out once coming out of anesthesia and yeah. screaming at a dentist, uh, I was told how you go in, you come out 10 times. So if you go in pissed, you come out pissed. Ah. If you go in, that's why they always try to calm you and soothe you before. And yeah. I, the last couple times I've come out from under... It's been uh, wonderful because, you know, I, I, know what's, I know I'm not, I shouldn't be afraid. So you come out like a little bit anxious because you went in anxious, you're going to come out a little bit. Goofy. Yeah. Sometimes they have to be very careful. it's definitely were up.
1: calming and, you, you know, you're signing all these, you know, waivers and stuff sure. and releases. Yeah. And then the, but I think I came in there, it was a little concern at first because the ble- blood pressure was a little high. That's
2: no a lot reason. high not every day. How, what was it?
1: One seventy over ninety. Brady, but that's they go. No, don't make an excuse. No, they said that's. I go. Is that going to you know affect the thing? He goes. No, that's common when you're coming in to surgery that people's blood pressure goes high. What was the one that you told us the other day
2: though?
0: That when he was eating the pizza in there, they they were going to
2: two hundred over one thirty.
1: Yeah, that was your medicated. That was though. the spinato's rice.
2: You're not <laughs> supposed to get to 170, even if you're a little excited. You're on medicine. Yeah, so uh. I
1: had that in my mind. I'm like, wait a minute. I'm... Yeah,
2: but uh, going into surgery, you can you can boost up to about 135. That's elevated. Wow. 170.
1: They went off the grid then.
2: <laughs> oh, I'm saying you can still do the surgery, but you can't say and oh, then That's it came normal. And then it started oh. to
1: come down a little bit. Oh. Enough so that he blazed away.
2: I got an, of course, but you have to be concerned about it, not him. For crying. I am. I got a friend of mine laying in a hospital bed because his blood pressure just blew his brain up. And there you are, like, normal.
1: 170. No, it's not.
2: Ever. No matter how excited you are, it's not a normal number. Don't. I don't need you, uh, you know, losing the power of speech. Although, would anyone notice?
1: (laughs) Yeah, what's the big deal? It is. Brady reports (laughs) would be interesting.
2: Brady report would be Oh, man. Oh, damn you! Normalizing 170 over 90. Anything? Not You said it, it was normal. I That's why I thought. Oh, if stomach. I go
1: under, I'm oh, going to come out in a rage. Put you right in the
2: gut. Get that straightened out, my friend. Uh, let's. Uh, well, now we have to do Funeral Bell. I was going to do the Wasp song, but now that Brady's talking about the End Games <laughs> with his blood pressure, uh, let's go. Uh, let's do the Wasp. Wasp. Let's do Wasp. Really? Yeah. So we already put Funeral Bell. Let's do oh, Wasp. I'm killing it, Richard. He put it in there already. Wasp has never been our wake-up song. The fact that it's on. I don't there. know Ball Crusher, so I guess we I don't we'll either. Uh... I don't know what that is, but.
1: It kicks ass.
2: Does it? You like that one? Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember Ball Crusher. I don't either. I try to forget Wasp. Wasp. I remember the kids that wore the Wasp shirts. Oh, yeah.
0: We are sexual perverts. Yeah. <laughs> remember <laughs> that? that? The, yeah, they all had new
2: things. Forks. Yeah. We are sexually perverted. <laughs> okay. You weirdos. What did it stand for? I don't know. It, it had a thing. I always heard it, it was
0: bit. we are sexual perverts, but it I don't know. It might be
2: That's... what it was. I just always thought it was like, ugh. Does Toledo have it in there? Not yet. Or should I try to find He's it? He's digging. We might have to go with Funeral Bill after all. Yeah, Wasp was one where I was kind of like, I'm not sure I like the people who like this music. Because I started like liking hair metal, but Wasp was a... Let's
0: see if I can find it.
2: Ball crushers one I've never I don't even know if I've ever heard of it. Let alone heard it. If I've heard it, it'll be a surprise to me. That 80 stuff, man. They, Should we give it a little taste? Did some, yeah, let's, it let's, says let's,
0: explicit, but I don't know how explicit it is. <laughs> let's
2: see. This is Wasp Ball Crusher. <laughs> I'm gonna play N word or F word before we do
1: it, <laughs> just in case. You're back! A wicked, woman, <laughs> <magic voodoo> queen. <laughs> yeah,
2: we're playing that. Are we? That's okay. A, that's a home run right there. Oh, Toledo just put Funeral Bell back in. All right, we'll go with that. <laughs> He's not. He, that was an immediate blip on my computer. Wow. All right, we'll, do, we'll do Funeral Bell. He's probably right. He's probably right. Uh, but this is for Brady and this goddamn normal blood pressure. Don't ever say the word normal in 170 again. I didn't say normal. You did say normal.
1: That's normal when you're going into surgery.
2: Exactly what you said.
1: It's not normal going into surgery. It should it's never common. happen.
2: No, not one seventy. Stop it.
1: Maybe not that.
2: No. Fix it. Bye bye bye, ball Look crusher. At these lyrics
1: stole the rent and drank
0: all my JD. <laughs> She went and hijacked my brand new car. I say A.C., she says D.C. That Ooh. damn bitch is just too bizarre. Bone Crusher! That's terrible. It's the original go back sleep, guitar. We're not playing it. Yeah, <laughs> Sorry, yeah.
2: All right, everybody put your ponytails back. We're going to go with a little Black Label Society here. Brady's funeral bell. Until he gets that blood pressure back to normal. This is his theme song. It's 98 KUPD. Wake him up! Arizona's most powerful. Power.